The man got comfortable in my room, kicked the shoes off. Took my socks off, rose my toes and fists. Like die, <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, fam? What are you trying to say? I was in here farting up a storm too. You got a problem with that? And he turns the fan on really high because I was farting up a storm, spreading the dirt, the ass air everywhere. Oh, it was a lot of ass air in here. And then he used the, the Captain America shield that I have that I haven't put up yet to protect himself from his own gas. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> Welcome to another super exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, The Mig One. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, gaming, upcoming creators, and whatever the hell we free like talking about. Episode 219, brought to you by Mustard Gas. That is correct, Mustard <laughs> Gas. Only you can find it where you need it. Right out your ass, Mustard <laughs> Gas. More deadlier than shit, I don't know. A lot of other gases. You get one of them drive-bys, like, oh, ah, 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 ah. It's like, damn, the, the the gas coming at your ass is mustard gas? I'm surprised everything's still intact. It, it must be. It, no, no. See, you understand. It must be nasty gas is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> now you got it. It must be nasty gas. Yeah. <laughs> but no, man. You ever you ever go to a shitter, you know, and you know you go to the shitter and you sit there and you're in there. You, you, you try not to go in the middle stall. Remember the rule of stalls. You know, you got three stalls. You go to the one on the ends. You do not go in the one in the middle. You do not go in the one in the middle. God damn it. I'm going to tell you this shit. Unless you have no choice. Yeah, if you ain't going to make it to the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth floor, whatever it is, and there's no Bojan, and you got to go, we'll, give, we'll cut you some slack. But don't run into the middle second stall and I'll pull your pants down. I was going to go, I'm like, what the fuck? His intestines just fell out with his... Hang on, fam. You dropped the kidney. Hang on. Let me get back to you. <laughs> it's over here flopping in my, my, my stall. Hang on. Here's your kidney, fam. Is this your right or your left? <laughs> that wasn't a kidney. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was red. <laughs> then you got other problems, fam. I need a call. You, you'd be like, you okay in there? <laughs> I need to pass you some extra toilet paper because you need some fucking Scotch towels because that shit ain't going to work. <laughs> They need a brawny, the quicker picker upper. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> you know, you, you wipe your ass and you scratch. I'm all like, no shit, what shit? There's going to be a lot of it there. No, yes, <laughs> it is. But man, I tell you what, you know, it's mustard gas. It must be nasty gas. When when you go to the shitter, are you in there by yourself? All right? You whip yourself off? I'm with you so far. Why are you doing with me in the bathroom, you nasty motherfucker? Uh, <laughs> okay. And what's she? Go in. You get the spray, the Febreze, and you go, and you spray it all nice in there. So then you walk into the handicap stall because it's the biggest one. Okay. We ain't got no handicaps on the third floor. Okay. I just want to put that out there. Anyway, so so I don't want you, you know, feeling bad I'm going to handicap. So I need a big room. I, 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 got, I got a wide load. So anyway. Just because you got diabetes. No, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disabled. I'm just saying <laughs> I, got, I got a big load. So I, have to, I need the big stall. What are you so, trying to say? You fat? No, I'm just trying to say my ass uh, uh, is a little big, bigger uh, than other uh, people's. I thought you lost some weight. I did lose weight, but on, it all goes on, to the ass. On, That's on where the, it goes. Right. No, it, it leaves the stomach first, then the ass. So the ass is always last. But anyway, you go in there. You know, your stomach's a little angry with you for a little bit. But you're like, okay, it's all right, no problem. Pull down your pants, pull down your drawers, sit on there. But first, you got to wipe off the seat. You know, you motherfuckers nasty around here. Get you some 409, sh- 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 maybe some CLR. You know, you know. Hey, what do you do when you, 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 what? Everything starts bubbling, and you sit there, and you get any. 
and the stall's dirty. You got to clinch the shit. And you clinching. You clinching hard. And you clinching and you wiping and then you have to stop and you have to sit there and pray to God and clinch and No, clinch no, 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 no. And no, let no. that little, little bit of gas kind of go past it. No. No. <laughs> you clinch so tight that. You're clinching so tight that you can't move. They're overlapping. <laughs> okay? That's how a clinch it is, okay? So then, then, then you, you clean up the seat, then you sit down. So finally now you sit, unless you're going to hoover. But see, if you're going to hoover, then you need to put a couple of those tablets in the, the water. So, so then you flush a couple of times to so kind of sanitize the water because you know the water going to splash up if you hoover. Just let you know. Especially if you're dropping bombs. You know, you're like fucking Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, gross. Let me get back to what I was saying. So you go in there. It's clean. You're sitting down. Take your shoes off because it's going to be one of them. No, <laughs> no, you don't take your shoes off. You're sitting there. You got your legs here. You're in position. I've seen, I've heard some guy take off their pants. Oh, God. Yeah, I've heard. You don't even want to know. Anyway, so you go in there and you let it go. Okay, you let out a good fart or maybe the gas comes out first. And you're like... You can't even take your you own. You can't even take your own stink. That's when you know it's fucking bad. That's when you, when the smell, the first gas fart comes out, you know what's coming ain't going to be better. So is that high protein? <sighs> Man, I don't know what the fuck that was. But I tell you what, that shit stunk. I was spraying spray on my ass when I walked out. <laughs> it was hurting. It was hurting too because it was burning. What did you eat? I think I had some, uh, I don't know, maybe I had some hot wings or some shit the day before. I don't know what I had, but I ain't shitting today, so I, you know, I had to take a shit, and then it was bad. It was so bad, and when I got that first smell, ooh, I put it over my nose like this, and then I had my, put my, pull my mask out of my pocket, put it on too, because I know the one guy walked in and walked in and walked out. <laughs> I knew it was some bad shit then, fam, but I still been, lease. I actually been there, done that. Somebody walk in and walk right around, and I was like. Damn, I shit that bad today. But but you know what? But, but the thing about it is, you know, no matter how bad you say it, at least my shit comes out like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and you know, like that. Unless I got diarrhea, then it goes, shh, shh. it don't go like these other motherfuckers. That's how they sound, dude. Cheers, like, like, what is wrong with you white people? <laughs> and actually, I know one Mexican white guy, he gets in there, he's like, <laughs> happening over there all right we gotta stop talking about shit right now <laughs> i'm just telling you we deep in the shit we, we, no, we sh- deep 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 in the shit <laughs> mustard gas episode 219 brought to you by mustard gas <laughs> you hear my nazi joke no knock knock shut up <laughs> knock knock <laughs> we will ask the questions here. <laughs> we will stake the shits here. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, how the hell are you doing, Rick? I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Oh, I need to take a shit. Oh no, sorry. No, we got no more papers. No, what? We got some bounty? No bounty. Sandpaper? No. Got some fig leaves? No, I got some bubble wrap over there. Bu- bubble wrap over there? No, bubble wrap don't really work, man. Because <laughs> when you wipe it, it's pop, pop, pop. You know, you don't want that kind of feeling. <laughs> anyway, how the hell are you? I'm doing great, uh, unless all the shit talk is done, but a lot of it's shit never. We shit talking when we start, we shit talking when we end. It's just different type of shit we talking. Other than that, I've been okay. You've been all right? Yeah, I've been okay. Uh, bowels flowing nicely? Bowels flowing great. Bowels. Blouse. <laughs> bowels. Down in the bowels. Everything's going regular? good. Regular? Uh, yeah, regular. Okay. Why do you keep on shit? I'm trying to go past it. 
If you go past it, fam, your colon gonna act up, and when you get fifty, they're gonna have a problem giving you a prostate to check out. You just, I'm just going to. Oh, speaking of that, I got something in the mail. You gotta go get prostate? No, no, I got, I got a thing from my medical company, my signal, whoever the fuck it is. They sent me a fucking thing for prostate exam, self prostate exam. So man, I don't need to do that shit, man. You know how many times I've poked a hole in the toilet paper? I don't prostate my damn self a couple times. I don't need no goddamn help. Do you know what you were checking for? Well, uh, I didn't say I stuck it eight, in, eight inches deep. What the fuck, man? You know, you just kind of like sitting there and just take a little bit sometime with the toilet paper, you know? And you're like, oh, I got it you under the nail. You don't touch me with you that. Got under, that you got it under the nail, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's some fucked up shit. Anyways. <laughs> but anyway. So let's get like off shit. Like my weekend was good. I uh, didn't Uber again this weekend. He's uh, taking shits. I went to see uh, my, my best friend uh, Gene over at uh, the Concert Pub uh, Fountains. He was there uh, this Saturday. Oh, that's right. You did say that. Yeah. I was supposed to join you, I think, but I couldn't make it. Yeah. Somewhere else. And you'll, I think you know where I was at, right? Yeah, you were uh, with your mom. Yeah. yeah. You were helping all that over there. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. I don't know everything over. I just know that I heard about all that at the end of the day, end of the night. What's that on Sunday? Well, anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll anyway, that go ahead. Minute. But anyways, uh, I was uh, I was there with you know we're having a good time. It was funny. It's like Gene's even texted me. He goes, "Hey, I put you on the list for plus one." I was like, "Sweet!" So I didn't have to pay for tickets to get in. Today. Nah, you cheap motherfucker. I was like, I was like, damn. I said, I said, oh, this cash is for beer now. All right. What are you looking at me? Why don't you call me for Uber? He's going to drink. Well, you weren't even here. But if you could have called, I'd have come got you for an Uber ride. Extra money. You could have tipped me cash. Give me a hundred. I didn't have that much cash. Well, what the fuck? What the hell? Anyways, Gene just told me, he goes, excuse me, I didn't mean to burp like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out the ass, too, in a minute. Well, if it does, that's <laughs> good luck with you. No, Gene. <laughs> uh, so, Gene just told me, he goes, hey, you just owe me a beer. I said, that's not a problem. So okay, Here's a small one. So, we, we get to, the, we get to the, the bar. I don't know where Gene's at. I'm like, damn, where the hell is he at? We walk in. They give us like they give you a, a band that way. You know you paid. And so we're in there walking around. And I'm looking. I said, I don't know where Jean's at, babe. And she's like, Okay. So we stayed inside for right now because if you you couldn't sit on the tables outside because those were all reserved. Okay. Those you had to pay fifty bucks for four tickets. Fifty bucks. Fifty Good bucks. Lord. And you get the table. Okay. All right. That's where you you're all night. You can be there. I was like, Okay. I said, Well, I didn't I didn't pay for reserve. Uh, I said I got. I just got standing room, and I, I'm good with standing room. Okay. And what the fuck? <laughs> this is a lazy way to record. <laughs> anyways, so I go ahead and we go inside, and I'm looking around, for, and all of a sudden I just see this. I, I, I see this guy that looks like uh, uh, what's his name from Poison, the lead singer, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. I look like I see Brett Michaels walking. I was like, there goes Gene. Nice. Because Gene, Gene puts on a wig and he has on the cowboy hat to look like yeah, Brett Michaels. Any Brown. No, nah, Gene look he looked white, but he brown. That's what I thought. Yeah, he's also when he when he was in the when he when he was in the cure band that he used to be, you know, uh-huh. he was the British beaner. Oh nice. <laughs> but anyway, so it's like, hey look, there goes Bert Michaels. I was like, where the hell is this motherfucker going? So here we got Berto Michaels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto Michaels. <laughs> and so I go in a text and I said, Where you going? Where you at, son so? And so he finally comes, he goes, oh, I finally got your text. He goes, I'm right here, in that home. Nice. <laughs> and so we started laughing, and we're, like, talking for a bit. And I said, hey, uh, so what kind of beer you want? And he goes, I'm Coors Lighting it right now. And I was like, all right, I'm good. So I ended up starting with Coors Light. Okay. And uh, my girlfriend took uh, McLeod Ultra. 
She likes Michelob Ultra dressed. Um, Michelob Ultra has a bad aftertaste to my... What? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Michelob Ultra is... is it's worse than horse piss. Miller Lite. You know she's gonna, she's gonna listen to this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hate Miller Lite, Michelob Lite, anything Michelob or whatever. Anyway, so we sat there. And we had a couple beers. We were talking with him, and then we sat at a table. Well, while he, when we were standing up at first, a friend of ours from school was there that we used to go to school with. Okay. She comes walking in. She noticed that, like, oh look, there's Brett Michaels because mm-hmm. you know Gene was gonna go yeah. up and sing. And she goes, oh, but she stops and she looks, sees Brett, and then she sees Emily, and she sees me, and she goes, hey, and she looks at Emily, and she goes, and uh, he goes, I just want to say hi to my friend, because Emily was talking to Jean mm-hmm. real quick, and then, so she goes, and she says hi to Emily, then says hi to me, and then she goes, you know, goes around the corner of the restroom, mm-hmm. well, then later on, so we're sitting there talking to Jean. Then Emily goes, who was that bitch? <laughs> she talked to Emily first. Uh, okay. Than me. So really that couldn't happen. So did you look Emily, who was that bitch? <laughs> God damn. Threesome. <laughs> anyway, so we're sitting there and Gene's talking with some, you know, he's like, I'm gonna go talk to him. I said, No problem. Then he he just you know, he kinda waves us off to know that he's gonna go up on stage. Alright. And so we see him, it's like, Oh, they're going on stage and they start playing and we're still inside. Now mm-hmm. I might add, it just rained during the day. Okay. So at night, you can imagine the humidity. Oh, God, that sucks. So we're sitting there inside. We're like, okay, we're kind of comfortable. Then here comes our friend, Ruth. She comes running. She, goes, she sees us. She goes, hey, we have a table outside. We had some friends that were supposed to come, but they did, they can't show up. So we have these two extras for the table outside. And we're like, all right. So she gave us the wristbands for the table. So we uh-huh. <laughs> we had free seats to sit down nice. outside. So we went outside, and Ruth and her husband, Trent, he was buying buckets of beer. So nice. we had free beer, and I still had my money. Nice job, yeah, yeah, <laughs> scammer. Well, he went to Budweiser, and he was asking me. He was all like, you want to switch anything? What's that? And I was like, Budweiser's fine, dude. But what he goes, and then he's like, I can't hear you. I said, that's, just, that's good. Bood light. I'm more like just you know it's fine you know because he's paying for it. I'm not okay. You know I'm not the type to switch on someone's beer. Right. And so the waitress comes around. He wants to know if it was you know you can switch it. I said no, but waitress fine. She's like oh, that's what I thought you were saying. I go yeah. And so we're sitting there and uh, while the he's playing music going, I, I don't know if you ever caught it on, on Facebook because I would I did post some Facebook live of some of the music. Nah. Uh-uh. That he was playing, so everybody was like, "Yeah, I did." I think uh, every rose has a storm. I play. I recorded that one, and uh, unskinny bop. I think I put that one on, okay. on there too. And so we're like, you know, just jamming. I mean, it was good. Everybody was, mm-hmm. you know, Stafford, Rosenberg, you know, all Fortburn County, right? That okay. goes there. We're jamming pretty good. Okay. And uh, all of a sudden, the lead singer of the next band that was going up was called the Crew, which is a Motley Crew band. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I, I didn't realize how young the lead singer is okay. to that band. And then you look at the other guys, and they are dressing up in the old cure or the old Crew, Motley stuff? Crew okay. stuff. I'm talking with the whole spandex yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. I'm like, I told, I looked at my girlfriend, I said, should I get some leather pants like that? She looked at me, she was, baby, ain't going to look good enough. <laughs> Damn. Do you, do you think I could fit, squeeze my fat ass in them tight-ass leather jeans? <laughs> that look you give me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Be like Eddie Murphy trying to wear his little on 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 raw. Yeah, on raw. Don't little. do it, fam, because you get so much chafing. <laughs> that's why. That's why Eddie Murphy called it raw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so Trent saw the lead singer. He knows. Uh-huh. I guess he saw him in another one. He gets up and he runs over there and talking. Of course. I know who he is. I saw him before because when Gene had his Molly Crew band, they'd have that lead, that guy come up and sing a certain part of one of the songs. So I already knew the guy. Mm-hmm. And But I've, <laughs> it's the first time I've ever seen him with uh, his hair short. Oh, okay. He has the wig, but he has to have short hair, you know, to, to do it. But he, he had, like, the, the white fro. Nice. Before. The big hair. <laughs> the big hair. But so, so now we're, I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm like, okay. Trent's over there all excited and everything and everything. I was like, damn. I was like, well, this this man really excited and everything. Like, you know. Well, all of a sudden, Ruth goes, or Emily's talking to Ruth. And tells Ruth, oh, that Rick works with him. <laughs> works with uh, Gene, you know. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's Gene. She goes, what? He, and that's when he would tell me, Rick knows a lot of the mm-hmm. bands that come out and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. and she was like, really? He's like, yeah, all because of Gene. Because Gene mm-hmm. introduces me to a lot of fucking people. And so it was, we're sitting there jamming, they're jamming, and Ruth asked us, so you work with him? And I was like, yeah. And it was in between songs, so they were just talking a little bit so we can hear each other. Mm-hmm. And then another song comes up, so she's like, I said, we'll talk after, because we were like right there where the speaker was. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's no fucking way you can hear anybody. I can't hear nothing. <laughs> can't hear nothing. So goes through all the, the set, and <laughs> Emily tells uh, Ruth, like, just the way Gene is. He was looking how how much excitement's thrown, mm-hmm. how much stuff he's going, all the stuff he's doing. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Can you believe he had a heart attack, a major heart attack, like four months, four or five months ago?" And Ruth's like, "Are you serious?" And she goes, "Yeah." And the first thing she goes, "Drugs." It's like it's not everybody drugs just because he's in a band like this. Yeah. I go, no, that boy's more health conscious than anybody. It just so happened to be on his run in Memorial Park and he fell over. Mm-hmm. I go, but on, I'm, I'm, praise the Lord that he did pay, you know, mm-hmm. he pulled through, you know, because I never wish ill of any of my friends or anything yeah. like that. And so she was like, dang. So I was like, yeah, you're doing pretty good. So we're all sitting there and I'm more concerned. Even when I bought him the beer, mm-hmm. I was like, are you okay with the, the beer? He's been drinking mm-hmm. non zero alcohol beer. But. He's starting to go back to slowly but surely. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how you're supposed to act after you had a heart attack. I don't know. You know, because I haven't had one. I don't want, don't want one. Do you want one? No, I don't need one. But anyway, so. Yeah, so he played. It was real good. And then the one the crew band comes out. They're really good. Hmm. They were pretty good, too. We jammed out to that one, too. Went. Uh, ends up Trent and Ruth had to leave early because she finished her la- one of the last Long Island iced tea she had. Mm-hmm. Uh, she drank it too fast. Oh God! <laughs> so yeah, she was like, uh, she wasn't gonna make it. Nice. And so they're like, oh, we're gonna go ahead and head back. And I was like, I said, all right, no problem, man. This is you're good. And they're like, yeah. He goes, dude, just finish those beers off. He still had four Budweisers left in that bucket. Jesus. I'm like, I can drink, but I ain't. I I'm not gonna finish that. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way I'm gonna finish that. I'm, I go in all honesty. I've had, I think I've had three beers that night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm already at my stopping point. I didn't, you know, because I really don't drink. Mm-hmm. You know, you know me. I don't drink that much. If I do drink, I mean, that's my stopping point. It was three beers. Mm-hmm. 
Unless if I was hanging with Gene all fucking night long mm-hmm. before the heart attack, then it's a different story. Gene won't stop. Right. He keeps on telling, buy another round, buy another round, buy another round. <laughs> but anyways, so I'm sitting there with the four beers. Is he the one you were drinking with the one time you fell asleep in that garage? No, that was uh, that was when I was young. <laughs> when I'm older now, it's different. Okay. Uh, that was uh, Boris I was okay, with okay. at that time. But anyways... Uh, so I'm sitting there with these four beers. I'm like, babe, I said, what am I going to do with these beers? I said, fuck it. You know, every time they're up there, even like when Gene's up there, they say, hey, buy us around. They always mm-hmm. say stuff like that. And people will buy them drinks and put it up there. Mm-hmm. And I said, babe, I'm going to put these four beers up there because there's four four guys playing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put these beers up there. She goes, all right. So I grabbed the four beers. I went to the stage and I set all four on the, on the stage. Mm-hmm. They're in the middle of a song just dancing. I just set it right there. Came back, and uh, that's when, it was like about 12.30 at that point. And we both looked at each other, like, ready to go? She's like, yeah, she was ready to go. So we didn't finish the set of uh-huh. Motley Crue. We went through a couple of songs. But she didn't know them. I knew, I pretty much know almost all the Motley Crue songs. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you do, too, if you were to have been there. I don't remember much. I have to hear, the, you know, hear how it goes. Yeah, you got to hear them. But. I mean, I know the popular ones. I don't know. A few of them I don't know. Okay. But anyway, so we're sitting there, and I'm like, all right. And I put it there. And as we're walking out. And, I, you know, I found Gene, told Gene, hey, see you later. He goes, all right, cool. And that was it. And as we're walking out, <laughs> we get to about right to where the entrance to come into the into the pub. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we hear, he goes, whoa, when do we get all these beers up here in the front? Nice. <laughs> and I started laughing. I said, babe, they found the beers. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And then we got in the car, came home. Like I said, it was a good night. So, and then Sunday just basically chilled, and then today I work from home, and uh, that's about it. And you? Ah. Not as exciting as mine. No, not really. More of a humbling experience, more of a, as, as Rick has been living it up in 2021 and 2020 and whatever, and you guys have known that I've gone through some tough times and pretty harsh times here lately. You know, It's been a rough ending of the year so far. You know, I'm hoping the months would pick up and continue on, but uh, this month ain't playing out so well either. So it's been a, a really soul-searching time. Go ahead. I tried to cheer you up to let you come on, but you know, I knew you had stuff to do. What's that? To come, you know, at least enjoy the band. Oh, no, no, yeah, that would have gone. But other things happened. Yeah, That's the reason why I couldn't go. So how much do you know before I go on with this? I just know your parents went to a nursing home. Yeah. And that's about all I know. Okay. So you know. So, all right. I don't know who in the family listens to this at all anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. Um, so. Your sister did a group chat on Facebook. Okay. I didn't know if she did it or not. Okay. But anyway, um, so Saturday, my sister, Friday, my sister called me. I actually know Wednesday she called me and she was having a big time breakdown and I understand obviously I dealt with them when they were way healthier than they are now and they weren't even living in my house they were living next door so my sister has gone through a lot and it was affecting her health too and she just couldn't do it there's no way to take care of two sick people like that uh, to the point that they're how sick they are now it's worse um, so she was just calling and trying to make sure stuff could get them closer to me in Wharton or Ocampo, but that was not a network, so that couldn't happen. So then she found the place in Humble, and it's really nice. The people there are very nice. I haven't met any really mean people yet or rude people. 
Um, and uh, so we were talking about that. And Saturday, I forgot what the hell I did on Saturday. Uh, I can't remember. Just, just It became a blur from Friday to Saturday. I just know Sunday morning I got up because my mom had gotten rushed to the emergency room Friday night. And I kept her. And then my sister told me they could take my dad in. So Sunday, uh, she took him Saturday. And then Sunday, I was there at the house. And I said, okay, I'll be there. And I saw pictures. And, yeah, it was just breaking my heart and killing me. Um, when she told me, I didn't know how to I, – I was struggling really bad with it. Anita was with me. Uh, and so it was, it was tough. Um, matter of fact, that's why we went and saw Venom on Thursday because of what was going on Wednesday. I knew what was coming, and she was trying to, you know, help me forget things, uh, kind of help me, you know, re- remain head above water. And then so we went there Sunday and helped my sister, and then my mom showed up Sunday from the hospital. And I've never seen my father cry an entire time in life. He cried when I went to the Army, and that's it. And so to see him now in the state he's in and everything else and how it affects him, it just breaks my heart. And I hope to God that you don't have to do that uh, down the road because it's going to be as someone as close as his father and mother as I was, that you are as well, I know. Uh, it's devastating. And, uh, you know, diabetes, diabetes has really debilitated my mother. To the point that she can't see, she's on oxygen, triple bypass, and all that crap, and killing her kidneys. My dad's Parkinson's, what's killing him. It won't let him stand, but he has degenerative bone disease in his spine. So, you know, they're not easiest to beat. My dad still is happy-go-lucky, so he's in a little bit better shape than my mom. So to see them both just in tears and everything else and just realize, you know, this is not going to be easy. And I just can't forget that they're there. You know, I can all oh, thinking of them in my head is, is fine and dandy, but I'm going to be making a lot of trips up there. They see me, so I see them, so they know I don't forget about them because that's some people, old people don't do too well when they go in the homes. Mm-hmm. You know, they always say you put someone in an old folks' home and it doesn't take much longer, and then they're gone. My grandfather was in the old folks' home for a while, but he didn't die because he gave up. No, he died because he had a massive freaking aneurysm and that killed him. But he was already suffering from Parkinson's and dementia. Uh, but he lived way, what, 14, 15 years after my grandmother passed. And he told my dad, my mom, it was because of them. They survived. Uh, and us and everybody else. But it was like, so yeah, so I was there today. <clears throat> there in better spirits. There was not a lot of tears, but uh, no tears this time. So I think he's gotten used to it. And he's happy my mom is there. Uh, but it's still, you know, he could still, when we leave, he still kind of feels kind of, uh. The good thing is that my, uh, my nephew has taekwondo, taekwondo practice close by. So when he's done, they go to visit before they go home. So they're going to see my sister a lot. But it helps my sister out mentally and health-wise as well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good for her. It's just, you know, it's it's pretty, uh, as my dad used to say, it's hell growing old in America. And it's hell when you get old and you ain't worth the shit anymore. And then medical-wise, if you don't have what you have, you're fucked. You know, i be honest with you, man. I don't know. My condition now, if I wasn't on medication and I had what my dad had, I probably wouldn't be sitting here next to you. I probably would have probably did something terrible to myself by now if I wasn't on my medication. And that's the only thing that keeps me from doing stupid, stupid shit. Um, 
you know, I've made comments before to my wife said, I will not be a burden to you guys. And she yells at me. She gets something bad because she knows what I'm talking about. And, and I realized later that's a stupid thing to say. And I realized it's not the right thing to do, you know. Um, I just don't want to be a burden to my children. So I, I, I'm going to work till I can't stand up and move anymore. Uh, and I'm going to try to live my life as well as I can and try to continue to be healthy. Yeah, that's not healthy, but that's just for my wife and me every so often. And uh, the, I'm talking about the crumble cookies. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, crumble cookies are amazing. If you had them, you should try crumble. They're all over the place in Houston. They're really good. Not good for your diabetic, but they're good. <laughs> but they're really good. I know. I just had a little corner of what you said was a cookie and I thought it was a cake. And I was like, this thing is really sweet. Yes, it is. But they're good. They should try the peanut brittle one and there's a peanut butter one, chocolate, chocolate, black chocolate, peanut butter one. <sighs> they got nice combinations and they're pretty good. They're really good. But, so I, I eat mine. I have mine with coffee or, or uh, a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't eat the whole thing. I'll eat half. And then I'll try to eat another half later. But not never in the same day. Because okay. my eyes are like... <laughs> and then I got to eat some food. But no, no. Or I got to go run 20 miles to try to feel better. But yeah, so you know that was my weekend. My weekend has been really you know exhausting. I didn't go to work today. It was with my folks. Uh, spending time with my sister. My dad has... Didn't take a lot of stuff with him. Doesn't want to take a lot of stuff with him to that home because if he's going to get taken, stolen, or ruined. So a lot of the stuff has been passed back. I have my dad's Yankee jersey and Yankee jacket that I bought him. Um, I have his Fiesta watch now, which I'm going to fix and wear. And I have uh, some stuff of my grandfather from the military. I have the military pictures and everything my dad had and stuff like that of him. And found a thing that he got from the president. So I'm gonna gonna put that in a frame as well. But yeah, so that's me. So you know, I have not been, not been myself. Have not had a chance to be the Mig One or Majesticus, and I've been having to be more Miguel. And just the hits keep on coming. And I'm not necessarily saying I'm rolling with them. They're body blowing me. They're knocking me down. I'm. I pick myself back up. They hit me harder. I try to get back up, and sometimes I can't. And my wife picks me up. Um, honestly, if it wasn't for my family, I'd be my fam- my current family now, my daughter, my, my grandson, everything else. I don't know how the hell I would be. This is a tough time for me. And I know it's a tough time for my sister too. So I'm not trying to say it's only, oh, only I, you know, and other people have these problems too. Mm-hmm. So I can relate to people who are dealing with this type of stuff. And I understand and like, you know, you know, stuff hits hard, but you got to pick yourself up. And if you don't have a support system, that's when, you know, bad things happen to the person who's getting hit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I you know I'm, I'm I'm here. I'm here with you again. Yes, uh, yes fight yes. through. You know because we talked about last podcast, and I'm not trying to bring everybody down, but we talked about last last podcast how I felt like I was losing the love for everything. You know, losing all my excitement, my my drive, depression, and everything. And then I got to deal with this now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there's that one saying that I, I remember and I keep it in my head and I try to remember it. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say it right. I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, the good Lord is only going to give you what you can handle. He's never going to give you more than that. And when you do fall down and you can't get back up, if your family's not picking up, Jesus is there holding you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a good good thing to hang on to. And another reason why I plan on going to see my folks in there and at home as much as possible is because I have no idea how much more time I have with them. And guess what? Life is not a guarantee. I could be gone tomorrow. True. 
So I plan on spending as much time as I can with them, spending, seeing them and just laughing and enjoying them. That's all I can do. And, you know, and hopefully everything goes well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that was my weekend. Didn't mean to bring anybody down. I know it's been a serious. It's been a lot. Well, not bring that. It's been very serious for me the last couple of podcast shows because I've been, I'm going through a lot of crap. Yeah. So. Uh, I would say I have a lot of news for us, but it's kind of hard when Facebook's not working. That's wrong. I understand that. <laughs> but we do have a movie review. We have movie review, two movie reviews that I have. Uh, I'm trying to see if I, I saw anything else. Because I did watch Carnage. I got some wrestling news. I'm, I'm almost done with the uh, Squid Game. Yeah, I need to watch that. And, uh, well, let's go ahead and do some sports real quick. Let's get to it. Okay, Mr. Bragging Ass, I see you got your shirt on. Yes, your Houston Astros did clinch the division. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> it took my socks the last game of the season to get into the playoffs. The Yankees won, so they're in too. The Rays are playing the winner of the Boston Yankees game. Because Boston and New York are both wildcard. Wildcard game is only a one-game series. So the winner of that then takes on the Tampa Bay Rays. Meanwhile, your Houston Nationals are taking on the team that whooped their ass the last time they met in the playoffs, the Chicago White Sox. But yet Houston has the best record in the AL. No, Tampa Bay does, I believe. Tampa Bay has it. Uh, and, of course, I don't even care about the North. No one gives a damn about the National League. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I my bet is on the line right now. My son-in-law, I'm right now five bucks up on him because of the other bet we made. So he owes me five. We got 20 riding on this. Who goes the further, the Astros or the Red Sox? So if the Red Sox lose tomorrow... The Astros win one game or go two games in or whatever. They've already surpassed the Red Sox, so I have lost. The Sox beat the Yankees and go on to beat the Rays and the Astros get beat, then I win. So then he owes me 25. Good luck, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that's the news. That's the first thing. Second thing is, we're the boys! How about them Cowboys? <laughs> I was I was shopping at Kroger's and I looked at that one. I was like, that was another win for him. <laughs> we damn boys! Damn it, we going to the bowl. Holy freaking shit. <laughs> I think the Texans stayed over here in Houston. You know that was – here's the – okay, I'm going to get to them in a minute. Let me, let me finish yelling about my boys. We're boys. Five sacks in that game. Michael Parsons had a sack. I mean, they were all over the place. Uh, Travion. Oh, my God. Yeah, Travion Diggs got another interception. I'm thinking Stephon Diggs with his brother. Got an interception, the Diggs. And that's his third, I think, of the season. He's having a great year already. He's They call him Lockdown Diggs. <laughs> but uh, the defense, still, man. But I'm not going to put this on defense. We got up by 23 points on them or some shit like that. And they scored like 20-something points in the second, the third quarter alone. Dallas just went off. went off, And we let Carolina get back into the fourth quarter because we started playing soft. Get out of the fucking nickel. Get out of the prevent defense. Come on, fuckers. Stop getting back. Be aggressive again. What the fuck are y'all doing? And then they let Diggs sit. They put Diggs on the sideline and give him a rest. He didn't come back in the game. I said, y'all try to lose this goddamn game. But they wound up winning. So, yeah. So it was score was a lot not as close as it should have been. It was there was a blowout, but then Dallas fucked around, let him get back in. Funnier news. Oh, let me hang on before I jump. Let's jump to your boys. I didn't your Houston them. Texans. I didn't watch that one, but I'm still with them boys. Your Houston. Them. T- yeah, I know you won't be with them boys. <laughs> I don't want to be with them boys, but Houston Texans are in trouble because your quarterback is not. He's young. He's a very very raw rookie, and his not uh, enough time under the center. So the. Uh, so the the starter is still out because of the hamstring. Yeah, Tyrod's still down. Yeah, so I don't even know if he's coming back next week. If we're still going to be Jones again or whatever the hell his name is, Matt Jones, Mac yeah. Jones, what the fuck's his name? 
Long neck Jones, whatever the hell. I don't know. Anyway, he's trying. It's not working. You can't get your run game going. You can't do anything. What else are you going to do? Just throw it. And after you start throwing like that, what do your defense do? They just sit back on you. They know. And they can pin their ears back and come after you. So, quite honestly, it wasn't a fair game for him. The weather helped a little bit early on, all the fumbles and interceptions. But then Buffalo remembered who they were and opened up a can of whoop ass. Mm-hmm. And the problem was that game probably should have been worse. They should have dropped a 70-piece on you, to be honest with you. But you got lucky. And Buffalo is a legit Super Bowl contender. As for Dallas, yeah, I'm screaming like a crazy man over here, but the NFC is loaded. And I realize that Texans, uh, their schedule's tough, isn't it? It's pretty it's tougher than Dallas. But here's the funny thing, and here's the thing I'm going to laugh about. The Redskins came back and beat the Falcons, which sucks because that would have gave us two games ahead of everybody in the division. So the Redskins are only one game back, but everybody else is two. Because New England lost last night, Buffalo is two games ahead of everybody on Damn. the division. The Texans, even though you have a shitty record, you're only a game back because the Colts lost too. And we got to play Patriots next week. Yeah, but they suck. Yeah. They actually have a good chance of winning that game unless Belichick just – but Belichick is the reason why you probably won't win. But, uh, <laughs> no, you're only a game back first. That's the funny part. So your, your division looks like our division. A shitty division. Shitty division. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's pretty interesting. But the cool part was last night in the game, Tom Brady surpassed Drew Brees as the most passing yards in the NFL. Okay? And that's saying something considering that Drew Brees at New Orleans was just throwing, 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 throwing. Now, Tom Brady came out around the same time as Drew Brees, and he's playing longer than Drew Brees. <laughs> uh, and then not only did he do that, but now Tom Brady has officially defeated every team in the NFL. Really? Yes. He's defeated because he beat the Patriots. That's yeah. the only team he hadn't beat. He has defeated everybody now. <laughs> only quarterback I think they can say that. More history for Tom Brady, which yeah. is just freaking crazy to me. Ben Roethlisberger should have retired last year. He looks feeble and bad, and he's the worst quarterback in the NFL right now, even considering a Texas quarterback. Seriously, that's bad. Uh, okay, what's up with the – they keep showing the fucking shit on fucking TikTok. What's up with Detroit? Detroit sucks dick. <laughs> <laughs> Big dongs. They showed the the quarterback, I guess, calling an audible or something, and they hiked the ball and bounced and goes on the guy. Yes, yeah, that's what happened. He went to call something in the damn center, snapped the ball, bounced off a of golf into the Bears' hands. Yeah, into the guy's hands. That's terrible. You know, you here, here's where you really got to stop and look at about it. the Rams. Um, they got beat the other day. They got beat by Arizona, who they were both undefeated. Matthew Stafford. Since leaving Detroit and going to L.A., looks damn good. And they thought he was good. They gave up number one. They gave two picks and some other stuff up to get him, and they sent golf to, to Detroit. Now you really see how good Matthew Stafford really was if he actually got wins with that piece of shit franchise over there. That shows you the difference. Yeah. And golf is just not, not having it right now. He's sucking ass. He's going to be out the league if he doesn't watch it. But uh, the Texas game was so bad that Mitchell Trubisky came in and ran a touchdown on you. Y'all making Mr. Trubisky look out there like he Lamar Jackson. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, everybody has those games. You know, it's going to happen. Uh, you know, Dallas has a couple of big games coming up, too, and we got up to, we got the Giants next, so that should be a dub, but the Giants play us tough anyway, and I think it's at home, so we'll see. But, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. my wife was screaming. She was happy Buffalo whooped that ass, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, that was for that. So, uh, 
WWE is getting interesting. I don't know what's going to happen. I missed a few things. I don't know what's happening with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar and Roman. It's getting kind of weird. I don't know. I sat there. I, I saw a clip, and I don't know if it was on last week's Raw or just or when it was. or, But I just remember seeing a clip where it shows Brock Lesnar looking at – he's talking to Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. and he's giving him like five seconds. Oh, yeah. He gets him the F, he's about to do the F5 on him, and then uh, Roman Reigns comes mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah. And then the Usos show it, yeah, and then yeah. he beats up on the yeah. So I don't know. They they tried to build Brock. Well, they built Brock up before. They made him look like he was invincible, like nobody could beat him. And then Roman was struggling, the underdog, whatever, and then he beat him. Now all of a sudden, Roman is the badass, but Brock comes back, and it's like it's hard to believe that Roman can beat Brock, or Roman's better than Brock now. Or It's hard to believe. So I don't know how they're going to play that out. We'll see. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's just really weird. And that Becky Lynch is a bag person now, and – Fighting Bianca Belair, I'm like, oh, still comes out as the man, but yeah, she's the man. And then Charlotte is messing around with uh, who she's wrestling, whatever. But she was wearing an outfit that just like totally was like totally. Now look, she got some face work done too. She looks weird. She looks different. Whatever happened to Bailey? Bailey's injured. She's oh. legitimately injured. That's why she's not there. That's why uh, she wasn't at uh, the last pay per view. The pay per view before that one. So she's out right now. Uh, and you know Rhea Ripley and the almost superhero are the tag team champions of WWE. <laughs> oh, and coming next, next I think it's King of the Ring or whatever it is, they're going to have a Queen of the Ring championship. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so they're pretty much doing everything. And they, they should because the females are getting just as big as the male. I mean, not, not nearly, but they're getting big and they're getting a lot of runs. So I, yeah. think they, I actually think the women deserve an Intercontinental Championship belt as well. I think it would be pretty cool because there's enough women now in there. And you can't just be having – I mean, it's really ridiculous having one belt, two different belts, two different – only the championships going back and forth between these certain women. Where You need to have another belt in there. You need to have maybe an American – you need to give them the same amount of belts the men have. Yeah. To make it even and then make it a little bit more interesting because you don't want to keep having the same goddamn – goddamn Charlotte Flair has had the belt like how many years – how many times already? Like 11, 11 or 12. 12. And she's only been with WWE mm. for a couple of years now. I just so I it's just, ridiculous. I just wish they would go back to the system like we used to see it. You know, you had to be intercontinental, then you had to be United States, and then you can go for the fucking championship. I wish they would do that shit again. Well, it's changed, man. So much has changed, you know. But and you then know. if you do a finisher, it finishes it. Oh no, yeah. Now, now, now you can't beat them with a finisher. Now you got to do double finisher or do an extreme finisher to win. Yeah. Now they kick out of finishers. That's uh. yeah. That's really weird. Finishers supposed to be the finishing. So how's that gonna work on the, on the WWE game now? You do a finish and the guy's gonna get up. <laughs> no shit. But yeah. So that's my sports talk. I don't have anything else. Other than we the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, baseball stuff starts to uh, I think uh, Thursday is the Red Sox game, and I think Friday is the National League's wild card game. Yeah, I believe. So anyway, that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, news-wise, it already has been confirmed. There's a Venom Spider-Man crossover. Of course, obviously. He licked the TV. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know Venom does like Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, and we're finally probably going to get the Venom with the the spider mm-hmm. on his uh, chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the crossover. Because, uh, you know, that particular thing, that crossover has changed the whole landscape of things. That's It's, it's, it's real interesting what's going to happen forward. Uh, and then... Uh, the uh, Gardens of the Galaxy Christmas special coming out in Christmas. <laughs> yes. They're introducing a big Marvel character. Kang? I don't know. Hmm. 
but a big Marvel. Well, he's already been introduced, so it had to be somebody else. And, and I don't know if it's going to be Adam Warlock that are introduced early, because I know he's supposed to be part of the the third movie. Oh, okay, okay. But like I said, I don't know. But they, uh, James Gunn says it's going to be a big Marvel character. Okay, being and what you see? Huh? I can't wait to see yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. No. Yeah, I have four movies. Okay. All right. One that you and I both seen, which was Venom. Uh-huh. Or, you know, uh, Venom 2. Uh-huh. Uh, the then, then I saw the Mini Saints of... Uh, the Tony Gr- Soprano movie. The Tony Soprano movie. And then I finally seen the long Halloween. The oh. Batman long Halloween part What's one that on? and two. What's it's that on HBO Max. Okay, cool. Okay, I have to watch that now. Watch them both. <laughs> so other than that, like I said, we can jump into our reviews for 21 Do first. You want me to get rid of mine real quick? And then we'll do the Venom last. No, no, no. We'll do Venom first. That way I can be involved and I can listen to you talk about the other ones. Okay. Give me a chance to live back here and go. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's why I was going to wait for Venom last and then we just. Either know. way, you're going to put me to sleep. I ain't going to put you to sleep. You already put me to sleep. I ain't putting you to sleep. I'm in a coma right now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm taking a shit in your couch. <laughs> the first one is going to be real quick. I go just, on, give uh, it to me. I'm going to tell you because I, I, I'm going to be like, no, 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 I need to see this. Don't be <laughs> I do, uh, I, I do the, the, the Saints of, damn, I forgot the name, the Mini Saints of... Uh, whatever, it's a Tony Soprano movie, we know. Of uh, Greenwich or something. Uh-huh. Where is that? Yeah, it's it shows Tony Soprano as like a 10-year-old boy all the way to where he's a teenager in high school, senior in high school. And it doesn't really follow him. It just follows the guys that are around him. Oh, okay. Interesting. And... Hey, well, you know what? Before you even go further than that... That is the soprano shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so it follows around them, and you kind of follow them, and it, it. I was interested, and then you're kind of like, some 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 guys, you're like, what? You're kind of following the main guy that Tony looked up to all the time. And then you find out that he betrays Tony at the end, or just ignores him, and then Tony gets pissed, throws all the shit out that he gave him. He goes, I don't want this shit anymore. And then they did hit on him and killed him at the end. Nice. And there's a black guy that's involved and some, you know, there's so much stuff in this one that, that threw in there's characters. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Who does that? Who, what the hell? And no actual, like, it's, you're really sitting watching all this, mainly a lot of talk. There's hardly any gang violence at all. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's why I was like. doesn't sound great. Doesn't sound anything like the preview. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of the shootings and stuff doesn't happen until towards the end of the movie. Drive-bys, uh, shooting, uh, you know, going. It, it doesn't. I thought it was gonna be kind of like The Godfather, to where, you know, like at the end where they pass the torch to the, yeah, and then you know maybe you saw a young Tony Soprano become. That's when he became the ball, you know, the head of the Soprano family, and everything like that. But no, it, it it it's nothing like that at all. It's just kind of like showing the people that he looked up to, and how he is, and then his. The teacher or the counselor in the high school looks, he goes, the mom thought Tony was stupid. His mom thought it was stupid. He sat there, she was like, oh, da, da, da. she didn't believe anything of him. And the counselor's like, no, Tony was smart. She comes up, no, his so-and-so is, is, is high. He's, all of us, all the tests and everything come out to, he's a good leader. He's this, he's this, and he's a motivator. He's 
All dismissed. That's mm-hmm. how Tony was. The mom kept pushing him down. Oh, yeah. Nice. Vera Farmiga. Yeah. That's the mom. But, yeah. Yeah, so, but at the end, after everybody, like his uncle that he looked up to, he was dead and everything, you just see Tony standing outside of, uh, I guess, the shop or whatever. He's just looking. And that's it. That's how it kind of ends. I'm like, okay, so I guess it's going to be him running the streets. <laughs> so after watching it, and you know how we, we rate our movies. Yeah. You know, one, totally bomb to... 10, which would you say is Oscar Golden Globe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, 9 was Oscar Golden Globe. No. Yeah, you said 9. 9 was, was the Golden Globe, 10 was the Oscar. Yeah. Uh, Tony, this one, uh, I give it a 5.5. I really didn't. I was like, man, I don't know. It's just something about it. It's not like the Sopranos when you're watching it. At least Sopranos kind of catch you. Going, this one was just like, okay, okay, the, we go, what? And then next thing I'm all, oh. Uh, so, yeah, I gave it a 5.5. Okay. That's on that one. Uh, the next two that I saw, I uh, saw them on saw all these on Saturday. Saw Venom on Saturday. Saw The Long Halloween, part one and two. It's not your typical Batman animated movie. It's still great animation. All right. And your boy... Jeremy was Eccles or Jason Eccles. Jason Jason Eccles. He's Batman. Uh, Josh Duhamel is a uh, is a uh, Two Face. Nice, Josh Duhamel. Uh, so you're sitting there, and this is kind of like Batman year, like maybe in year one, year two. He's not the greatest detective yet. Nice, and it shows it. He's violent, he fights, but he's still not that where he's he's still checking behind his back. Because Scarecrow still gets him. Either he he realized when he fights the Scarecrow in this movie, he puts the mask on so he doesn't get gassed. But then Scarecrow has a syringe and injects him with the fear toxin. Hmm. And uh, he gets his ass kicked. So, you know, like I said, this is still Batman learning to watch his back more. Gotcha. And and like I said, it shows that I'm like, damn, Batman usually never gets his ass kicked like this. And like there was another scene where he learned and he puts the mask on and there's Scarecrow shooting the, the gas at him. Mm-hmm. And then he's, he misses because he has the, the the mask on. And then later on, he says, you see him pull the syringe out. And then Batman knocks the syringe out of his hand. And he's like, all right. And he's gonna about to beat up the Scarecrow. And lo and behold, the Mad Hatter bops him in the head. So I'm all like, yeah, this is a Batman that hasn't fully developed the Batman mm-hmm. that we've grown to love. You know, the Batman that did. That would never happen. That would never happen. And... When he's going to people and talking to them, he's he's not detectiving right. He'll ask questions. He's like, "Why is this? Why is that?" And this and that. And then, like one guy's like, "He goes, man, you really you really need to learn your detective work." He goes, "You need to, like put this into." It was like one gang member was talking to him that he's like he he goes, "It's not me. I'm just letting you know. It's not da 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 da." And he's like, "You know, just put it together, man. Come on, you need to be a better detective. You know, than just beating up everybody." So you kind of see that. Mm-hmm. And then the way the first one ends is like, because everything starts on Halloween. 
And it's a holiday killer. So they kill one mob boss on Halloween, another one on Thanksgiving, another one on Christmas, another one on New Year's. And then all of a sudden, it's like it goes on until it comes to Halloween, which part two starts the next set. And then the way the first one ends, he just sits there and you have Harvey Dent, Batman, and the Commissioner, or not Commissioner Gordon, he's uh, Captain Gordon right now. And they're just sitting there at the end of the first one and they're just like, well, hopefully we can find this person and da 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 da. Because it's all about the Falcone and Maroney families. Hmm. That's the ones that are dying. And so, and everything. And then it, it really goes to the whole thing where in the second one, they found a way to, to get him. They finally, f- the, to get uh, Falcone. Ah. Is it, not, is it Carmine? Yeah. Carmine Falcone. Carmine Falcone, yeah. Yeah. They found a way to get him because Maroney decided to confess. And so they get him in there and then they actually show it where he's all, he goes, oh, he's a, Maroney's flipped. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, no, he's a saint. There's nothing wrong with him. And, that, and everybody's just laughing and Harvey's getting pissed. Harvey, in the first one and the second one, you can tell he's having that split personality shit happening to him already. Huh. And then so at the in at that trial, all of a sudden you see him, he goes, Hey, you need some milk, and he unscrews the thing, throws the acid on his face, and that's when you see the two face is born. But you know, all in all, you're trying to find out who it is, and it throws you off on who you think the holiday killer is. Huh. Until the end. Until you find out at the end. Or in the middle of even in the middle, you think you know who it is, and then you you're like oh you, it's fucking two face it's Harvey Dent covering himself up killing everybody nice and everything but like I said it throws you for a loop for a while and everything but then all of a sudden you know Batman learns a lot towards on the at the end of it he learns and you can tell he's gonna be a better detective now he's starting to get that way even Alfred's trying to tell him how to be better nice on this one so like I said I give this one. It's not the greatest. It's more of a detective movie than anything as him learning. And you've seen how he's learning. So it's not that, that great beat him up Batman and he knows everything. And so you really have to sit there and watch it. Okay. And so I give it a good 6.5 for hmm. both. Actually, no. 6.5 for the first one. And the second one because you get a little bit more... More violent, more fighting. Okay. I'll give that one a seven. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's how those two go. Interesting. So, yeah, I'd, like I said, I recommend watching them. They're on HBO Max right now. So, give it up. You know, go ahead and give it a shot. And the boy, and the boy uh, what's his name? Your, your boy plays a good Batman. He voices him nice. pretty well. He sounds different as Bruce Wayne, but the moment he switches to Batman, he sounds like Dean from from Supernatural. Nice. Because <laughs> I was like, he sounds, okay, you can tell the Bruce Wayne. And then when he switches over to Batman and the way he talks, like, hey, now he sounds like Dean from freaking Supernatural. <laughs> That's funny. So let's go ahead and jump into this Venom. I'll let you start, sir. Well, going into Venom, I was very excited, obviously. Uh, I like Venom, but, you know, I'm a big Carnage guy. And uh, so I was waiting and excited to see what it was going to be like, but I knew I had to kind of temper myself because I knew they were going to change things. 
how he's born, how he does things, uh, how he acts, whatever. I knew there was going to be some changes. So I went in there with a clear mind, conscious, and realized, hey, these are like these are movies, Marvel movies. They changed some things here, not to be the same as the comics. Kind of mix things up a little bit. So we'll just go with it. So movie, whatever. whatever. We'll go with the flow. So the whole way he became Carnage was a trip, biting yeah. Eddie. Uh, that's a little different. Uh, what do you think of the start of it though? When it was showing Eddie's, it was kind of like showing Eddie's past. Trying to remember the start. Uh, Starts when he was like young, and the the black chick that he supposedly fell in love with. No, that's that's Carnage. Yeah, not Carnage. It's uh, not Eddie Brock. I mean, uh, yeah, you're, you're uh, talking Cletus. about Cletus. Yeah, I thought that was cool. They gave a little backstory because that shriek. Yeah, and uh, so that was cool. I thought that was pretty badass. I liked it. I said, okay, you're gonna give us a little background on him and see how messed up Cletus really is. Yeah, Cletus is really fucked in the head. To be honest with you. And uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, the interesting thing is, is that they did it in the first one. They continue on with the second one, where Venom is joking and it's whatnot. And Venom is not a. He's not aggressive. He's not a no, joker. No, not a joker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Excuse me. Yeah, you're right. And so I'm like, okay, that's fine. We'll do it. That's fine. It worked. It's funny, because Brock is having fun back and forth with them, and they like call him, "You were a loser, Eddie." Yeah. And then he's making all this dinner and whatnot, everything mm-hmm. else. Trying to cheer him up. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Look, look, do you not see this? And he's showing his, look, he's trying to get. <laughs> so it, it, it was interesting. That part was kind of funny. And I think, you know, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. But, you know, he's about to make that turn. And then you watched Carnage do his thing, which was what he can do. He did a move where they shot through him and he opened his body up and it went right through him. Yeah. I don't remember him being able to do that at the beginning when he was just Carnage and Eddie together. I didn't think he could do that till after Eddie died and he came back with Eddie. So uh, he brought Eddie back. I, I don't know. I don't remember him ever doing that at the beginning when he first became Carnage. That was new to me. I thought that was Maximum Carnage when he was like that. Well, that's, yeah, after. But see, that's the thing. When he becomes Maximum Carnage, it's like the very first time, it takes seven guys to stop him. So, this is the beginning. So, that's the only reason why, you know, Venom was able to beat him. Which, Spoilers he can't. Side. You know, but yeah, and it, the whole, I'm trying to think. I liked, uh, I thought Woody Harrelson did a great job. Yeah. A great job. He was a little bit more on the funny, not funny, he was a little bit on the psychotic. Actually, he wasn't psychotic enough to be honest with you. Yeah, he could have been a little bit more crazy. Yeah, but he was—he played the what crazy he did. He didn't take it over the top. He wasn't trying to be like Cletus to the 99th degree. I guess he didn't want to overshadow whatever. He did what he was told to do, which I thought he was fine. It was an enjoyable movie. I really enjoyed it a lot. I'm not going to shit on it. I didn't. I had some problems with it here and there. The whole Shriek thing. I think it would have been better if Shriek was never in the movie. To be honest with you. Yeah, that's uh, where it threw me off. Um, I was like, uh, but you know, he does go after Shriek. In Carnage USA. Because in Carnage USA, she's with him. Mm-hmm. And that's his love. So they just brought her in along earlier. Um, so, but it's weird. And I just thought, you kind of took away from Carnage a little bit because of Shriek. And I don't think that was necessary. I don't think they really put enough into Carnage uh, to really show him more 
That's what he really was like. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he showed him killing here and there, but he he could have gone. He didn't go on enough rampage. He killed the people in the prison, obviously, but he let the prisoners live. Yeah, and normally he would just kill everybody. Yeah, everybody would have died. And he walked on the street, did something else. Yeah, he would have killed people just for walking by them. He doesn't care. So it wasn't he wasn't carnage to the extent, but he was still carnage. Um, and I'm not trying to give away some parts of the movie, obviously. Big time spoilers. And I, then, yeah, go ahead. I, like I said, I... I'm like you. I think there should have been more carnage, like carnage, mm-hmm. like he's like we know he should have been. Yeah, they're too busy trying to do an origin to Eddie Brock, not Eddie Brock, Cletus and they, Carnage. They, how they they, they, they made form. the love story too strong because Venom's love story was just yeah. You know, it it ended just because she's getting married, and and I liked how they just did that, just how Eddie go on his own. Like I slapped him. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Sorry, we don't need that guy. Miss you too, Dan. He was just in the way. <laughs> <laughs> And then the whole thing where Venom and Eddie argued and Venom left, uh-huh. or Eddie took him out. But then you see him going to one person. To, he's killing, Venom's just killing people. Cause, yeah, yeah. And see, they don't talk about the consequences of that. That's never been brought up. Yeah. And then he finally gets somebody he's able to stand up, and he goes up there, he, he does like a slam. <laughs> Poetry <laughs> slam. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, how'd you like it when he went to the... Like it was a costume party, he went full over. Everybody That's what I'm was like, about the yeah. slam, yeah. yeah. As he was at that party talking, he grabbed the mic. Yeah, I'm like Eddie thought I was a loser, but look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was like, really? <laughs> so you're having a psychotic breakdown here in front of everybody? <laughs> I was like, okay. You know, it was interesting that they did that. That was cool. Then Eddie and him bond together. Of course, he gets with Mrs. Chen. Yeah, which is hilarious. Which I I don't know if Mrs. Chen died. <laughs> Because he, gives, I don't know if she, if she's a match. Because if once he leaves her, would, do you think she would die? Well, he wasn't in her long enough. Long enough? No, okay. I don't think he was in her long enough. And maybe he, she is a match, or maybe he was repairing her. Who knows? Because he likes Mrs. Chen. Because she has the, the candies. She, and she has chocolate, chocolate and tater tots. Yes. The chocolate's not here. Can I eat her? He just wants to know if he can eat you, Mrs. Chen. <laughs> so, oh, you can't eat. He's like, what are you gonna do, Hattie? You gonna stop protecting me? Like she thought, oh, uh, you're gonna blackmail. Can yeah, we eat, Mrs. Chen? And all of a sudden, she's like, "What did he say?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Venom has his moments. Uh, the fight scene with him and Carnage in the church was pretty cool. Yeah, that is a red one. Yeah, yeah. Where, where are you going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're feeling, going out of here. I'm feeling pretty vulnerable right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Carnage just flat out yelling. He goes. Dad, you know, father, I'm gonna kill you, father. Yeah, and then you see the father. Like, ah. No, no, it's not like, you, no, father. father. That father, and then he kills the father anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is which was great, but uh, it was a trip, man. And and then, you know, but see, I've never seen Venom back away from Carnage ever, even if Carnage was. So that that was a whole out of character thing again. Uh, but again, you know, it's fine because they're going to change things up and it's okay. It made it comical, made it funny, and it was it was still violent, which was cool. Um, I wanted more. Yeah, I, real, you know, as real Carnage fans, you would have wanted more, more violence, more death, but they can't take it. There wasn't enough Carnage anyways. Yeah, and they can't take it to that point. You know, you can only go so far. And then, they'll, then people get pissed. The movie theater will get pissed or the censoring people will get pissed or they'll do something to it. Fuck them. Yeah, but you can't really do anything about it, you know. And I just think they went too much into the love story with Eddie. 
Yeah, this one, yeah, there was more of that, and I don't like the it, ending because it didn't make Eddie. You didn't hate Eddie. You felt sorry for him. Yeah, you didn't have that oh, that serial killer like oh he's a serial killer, but you don't have that anymore. Nope. You, you you don't have that feeling anymore. You're like oh he's just he did it to try to get to his love, but you know how crazy that's how crazy he got about it. But I'm all like, but I'm just like that's that's not Cletus. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, I know. But, you know, either way, whatever they did with the movie and how they did it, you didn't get your carnage you wanted. You, know, you didn't get your bloodlust. Um, too much of the love story and, uh, you know, venom out of context and whatnot. But you remember one, so you kind of remember it was going to be like that. Uh, but Carnage did a shit more stuff than the other guys did. And it was cool, I thought. Uh, I would have liked, like you said, I remember leaving the theater and my wife said, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was good. It wasn't spectacular, but it was good. It was a good movie. My wife liked it. She laughed a couple of times. And uh, see, that's the that's the thing. To people who don't read the comics and know the shit, laugh at that stuff and enjoy that stuff because they don't know. Yeah. So my wife doesn't know. I said, yeah, he's really not like that. But, you know. And then she saw him lick the screen with Spider-Man. I was like, yeah. yeah that, that's now you're about fun. to see. Because Venom was, that was a cool part. Is you saw Venom having issues controlling his anger and everything else. So we're going to see if they do it right, he should have some really bad issues. Him and Brock are going to have some really problems because. And this is the other thing. They make Eddie Brock look like he is a good guy. And Eddie's not. No. Eddie and Spider Man have a big deal because he screwed Spider. He Spider Man screwed him over. Yeah. So Eddie hates Spider Man. So Venom is angry. So Venom hates Spider Man because of that. So they're making it all out to be like Eddie is still a good guy, trying to be a good guy, trying to control Venom, and Venom is just a, a, trying to be a good, a lethal protector. Which yeah, I get it, but it's really messed up. I don't know how the hell they're going to do this with I him think, meeting Spider Man. Well, now that he's going to meet Spider Man the way he was, I think they might go ahead and do where. You know, the Tom Holland Spider-Man is going to do something to make Eddie pissed. Something. Probably. I don't know. Maybe. Because he's never seen him before. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Of course, with the multi-universe and everything going crazy, maybe it's not Tom Holland that does it. True. And then that Spider-Man goes away and it's just Tom Holland left. So who knows? I'm I'm curious to see how it's going to happen. But he licked the fucking screen and he was smiling. And I'm like, okay, that's the fucking Venom I know. But he didn't say like when you first watch it, like bad guy. No, he said, "I like that. I like that guy or that guy. You know, whatever. Yeah. That guy." And he looks the screen. So there's something there. He saw something in Spider Man that he liked instantly. And then all of a sudden, there's a guy. Who's it? Who's it that came out of the? I have no idea who the fuck that was. What are you doing in my room? Yeah, I don't know who that guy was. I don't know who. It was I didn't either. pay attention. I don't know who it was. I still don't know. I need to find out who it is. It's probably somebody we should know. But it's funny. He's like he goes, like, "What are you doing in the room?" Even though he was at that room, but then when the whole if you saw the trailers with Spider-Man and the whole Doctor Strange changing everything, yeah, the moment that's that, Eddie, that moment, yeah, where Eddie and them wind up in the wind up in the Spider-Man world. Yes. Now the interesting thing is, is that uh, you kind of blew my mind there. The Spider-Man thing, not Spider-Man, the Venom thing with him and Carnage. You saw how that ended. Yeah. He, he bit his him. head. He bit his head off, and he ate Carnage. He goes, that guy didn't taste good. So, does that mean, here's where they go with this. I'll, I'll throw this at you. 
Do they try to go with the, there was a little bit of red symbiote that Venom did not eat, it still fell on Eddie, and Eddie is able to, Carnage regrows his head and brings him back to life. But what they did there was they talked about, you notice how when Eddie was laying down, look, they're not a match, they're not. They're not yeah, because he was splitting from Yeah. So that leads me to believe that the Cletus in Tom Holland's world is going to get the symbiote, and he's going to be the one that's going to be supreme maximum carnage. They could do that. Yeah. Who knows how they're going to do this? Because you could. It's fucking ignorant to kill off Carnage. Yeah. Just like with Batman. He didn't kill the fucking Joker. No. He locked him up. In Batman with Jack Nicholson, they killed him. Allegedly. But you don't kill off your guy's number one rival. You, You don't. You don't. You don't take the Green Goblin out of the picture. Spider Man has some great villains. Doc Ock is, I mean, you think of Spider-Man, you think of Green, Green, uh, Green, uh, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, Doc Ock. But if you really want to think of it, it's Doc Ock. Yeah. So you don't kill your main antagonist. <laughs> you don't kill the number one bad guy ever. No. So I, I think that might have been a mistake, So, but they can do things. And with this whole multiverse bullshit, I think that's what they're going to do. And you know that one scene where Doctor Strange is hitting Spider-Man and knocks him out of his body? Yeah. And the train scene, or not the other scene, that's not Doctor Strange. That's evil Doctor Strange, I believe, from the... What If show? Yes. Because he, apparently, he is supposed to be... No, actually, there's there's two Doctor Strange. There's an evil one and a good one. Yeah. Well, the evil one is looking for his wife. Yeah. So he winds up coming into this world, and I think he's the one that hits Spider-Man. I don't necessarily think that Strange that's in the Inter Sanctum is actually the good Strange. I think it's the bad Strange. No, that's the bad Strange. Yeah. So I'm, it's like the one that does the spell. Yeah. I think that's the bad Strange. I don't know. It's, it, I think that's the bad Strange. And then, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking opposite. The bad Strange is the one that did that. Uh-huh. And then when you see him knock Spider-Man out of it, that's the good Strange saying, hey, this is what, boom, let's, let's see what's happening. Yeah, or something. Who knows? Yeah, possibly. It could be. Because I know that evil Doctor Strange is supposed to be coming, or he's yeah. supposed to show up, so that would make sense. And I know for he, I think for a fact he's going to be in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, because that's that's the whole. So I, I I'm excited because it's 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 first of all the time travel thing is going to piss me off. I hate fucking time travel movies because we go back and forth and do this shit. I really it really irks me. Time travel has been overplayed. They did Star Trek, dude. Yeah, it was okay with Avengers, but it does irritate me a little bit. The multi universe crap is amazing. That's the crazy shit. That's the shit I can't wait to see them going talk about this guy here, this guy over here, this guy with the watcher over here, you know, freaking Thanos over here, the Celestials, the Eternals. That's the crazy. Now we're getting stupid shit. Now we're gonna get real fucking stupid. <laughs> These guys are stronger than this guy. They can pimp slap this guy, this guy. Thanos can whoop Galactus. Galactus ain't shit. You know, you know, and a silver surf for this, and they're like, What the hell? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's gonna get great. But going back to Venom, at the end of the day, I gave it a six. It's not what you expected, but it was enjoyable and it was fine for what they put out there. It's not your comic book. It's not your. It's not your Marvel. It's your Sony film, and it's fine. Yeah, it's fine for what they did. But you know, there wasn't a lot of young kids in there. To see Carnage. Really? Mm-hmm. Not when I went. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, my rating is the same as yours. It's a six. I was all like, oh, it's not. I, I wanted it to be so much like a seven and eight. But after I watched it, I was like, that's a six movie, man. It's an okay movie. 
I wouldn't go pay to watch it again. I'd wait till it comes out. Yeah, pay for it once was fine. Yeah. But like I said, other than that, that's about it. Like I said, that. And we didn't have much on this show this time. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. The show is kind of. <laughs> but, you know, coming soon, this uh, the movie's coming out now. Uh, we've got James Bond, No Time to Die, on October 8th, which looks like it's going to be a great movie to end Daniel Craig's run as James Bond. And guess, look, who, guess who's talking to try to be James Bond? Not Edward Silva anymore, is it? No. Who? Henry Cavill. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be pretty good, though. But, uh, you know, so I'm pretty stoked about that. But the one's coming. Uh, movie's coming soon, man. You, you got Halloween Kills. Well, that's all you. 15th, man. I'm there. You know, and Dune. Oh, my God. That one I'm looking for. Oh, Jesus. That looks so good. And then, uh, what was that other? Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. And the Eternals. Uh, and Sing 2. The King's Man. And, you know, and of course, Top Gun and, you know, whatever other Marvel shit that we have coming out. So I'm pretty excited about all these movies coming. Uh, a lot of these movies, you know, I try to see on Thursday night mm-hmm. because I know people put shit out there quickly. Before yeah. I even got to the movies Thursday, it was already on, they were, the spoilers already were on TikTok. Yeah. So I was like, fucking people. So I, I try to avoid social media big time. On that day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Halloween Kills, man. I'm right there. I'm going to go get my mask and walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you have your final thought or anything, sir? Or? Well, you know, I'm gonna go back to what I was talking about earlier today. It's and my final good. thought is just clearly simple, man. Enjoy your family while you can, because you never know how much longer you have them or how much longer you will be here. Family, man, that's what it's all about. Uh, you know, Toretto got it right. I got friends. I got family. I'm your boy, Mig One, and I'm Rick the Rizzo. We out, family. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. Thank you for joining us, thinking shit through one podcast at a time. (laughs) 